I want to share with you today about established in God's house. Established. For my German friends out here, feststehend, ähm, niedergelassen und gegründet in Gottes Haus. It's good, it's good to hear some, some things in German, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, so our church is a place where we meet on Sunday. I just was thinking about houses. And in my 17 years in Berlin, I lived in, was it six or six different houses? And once in Neukölln. Anyone here living in Neukölln? Give us a wave, yay, awesome. So I lived there for, I think, three years or something. And we had this apartment in the fourth floor and um, under us, there was an older woman living. And one day I came home and there was this uh, smell in the corridor. I was like, hmm. And I need to sh share with you that a few days before, um, I always was ringing at this old door's apartment, old woman's apartment, um, because of a parcel and she never opened up. And I already got a little bit thoughtful because I always saw in the evening this little light. Um, and then this one day was the smell. And I don't know if someone has an idea <laughs> what, what it's next. My next thought was like, oh my gosh, this woman is dead. So I was like, just, it was really bad smell. It was not just like food is burned, or it was really bad smell. So I thought like, what am I doing? So I went up in my apartment and I called the, called the fire apartment, how do you say this, yeah, fire department, I was like, okay, you know, I explained the, the situation, and I thought, like, when they came, I just went again back in my whole apartment, because I thought, like, I, I just cannot see this dead body, you know, I thought, my, this is my part, it's done, and then, what I did there, broke in, into her apartment, and a few minutes later, I heard a scream, poor old lady, she was sleeping, And there was this huge, big fireman in her, in her sleeping room, full on dressed, and she had the shock of her life. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, I was felt so embarrassed. So a couple of days later, I was like just um, being like, uh, how do you say, silent, like schlich, uh, schlich, um, tiptoeing around her apartment because she will open her apartment and scream at me, you know. She probably didn't know that I did it, but um, a couple of weeks actually later, I said to her, sorry, you know, for what happened. And, um, and she had tears in her eyes and she said, you know what? Um, someone in my family was passing away and no one didn't realize for days because they were just dead in the apartment. So um, she was actually thankful. I mean, probably not in the moment, but a few weeks later. And um, so why the story? I can just imagine that every house has a story. And we are writing right now a unique story in Berlin, in Warsaw and in Prague. A bunch of people, like we are here today, with unique stories, different, we are very different, <laughs> you know, and, but with one common purpose. We just want to get to know God more you know, and make him known in the city for our friends and families. I want to read from Psalm 27, verse 4. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell, you know, bleiben, wohnen, in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze, 
I had to look this up, guys, but it's called Blicken in German. So, you know, sometimes you need these little German words that help you to get the context. <laughs> in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Yeah, to gaze one on, on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of the sacred tent and set me high upon the rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At the sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. This psalm is so rich. You know, being in the house of God. Another psalm is saying in 84, better one day in the courts than thousand anywhere else. It's a big, pretty big statement. You know, scrolling through my Instagram, seeing people going to the Malediven, you know, or, um, you know, there are so many nice places to go right now. <laughs> um, and your mind could go to some places, you know. But being in his presence is not to compare with anything else. That's a big statement. Um, it's really something to chew on. Being established in his house, in his church, is not just happening from today to tomorrow, you know? And there are three things that can help to be established in his house, and this is what I would like to share with you today. Yeah? Are you good? Give me a little thumb up. <laughs> okay, the first point is like, make the vision yours. So I don't know what picture you have from church, um, what you've been growing up with, um, or your, you know, your experience has been. Um, and also I know not everything in the past is bad, but I can imagine there's perhaps one person here, someone here that is a little bit skeptical about church, not sure, you know, from what you, because of what you have experienced in the past. And this verse is for you in Isaiah 43. Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. He's doing something new. And if you just take this from today, you know, he wants to do something new in your life. He's seeing you right now here. And God's house is really more than a building, you know. Um, guess, you know, my last, last year, I think we were in different nine venues, so it's definitely not a building. God's house is definitely not this hotel. Um, I, I don't know the exact number, but probably this, since we have in church more than 100 venues, so I want to go away from this building picture, yeah. Um, because God's house, it's, it's people. And also right now in Prague and Warsaw, they're meeting in homes, you know. And this room even here started just meeting a couple of people in someone's home. So church is people. So come with me. Just imagine for a moment. Imagine a place where people from all walks of life and ages can feel at home. Imagine a place where people can easily connect with God and each other. Imagine a place where people are empowered to live out their God-given potential. Imagine a place where people are discovering their story is unfinished. This is actually what we're going for, you know, here in Berlin, in Prague, in Warsaw. And 
that everyone really can come and feel home. Getting to know Jesus in a really personal way. And that really everything that God put in you when he created you will really come out because your story is unfinished. If you feel like right now it's the end of the road, you know, but it's not, it's just the bend of the road and you know just me saying it as teeny will not make a difference I'm not here to make a motivational speech you know um, it's really God's promise it's what our Heavenly Father is saying and this is what he's bringing hope you know that is hope you know wherever you feel like right now in the Sackgasse you know it feels like you know I just feel like it's going in and out and it's always the same you know it's not that's not it there is more there's more on you there's more on your life you know and this is really what we want to see becoming re reality you know the methods are changing all the time believe me on the last years that I have been here we did so many things different you know and love it it's fresh it's always something new um, But this is our, also our desire for each Sunday, you know, to create this place. When I was growing up um, in God's house was something that I went to, but I didn't have a revelation, you know. And I love these aha moments, when it just makes click. And the more aha moments you have, you know, revelation, the more it's also becoming yours. And this was my prayer for today, that you take something away today and it just makes aha, you have this click moment, you know. And because it's connected to vision, because we're making decisions out of vision, it could be unconsciously. I can imagine many in here that you just moved to Berlin because of a job or you got a spot in a university and you made a decision out of vision. You packed your stuff, you came to Berlin, you invested into things, you know, but you're already doing it. You're here, many people here, because you made a decision out of vision. And the more church becomes home for us, for you and me, um, the more we make also decisions um, to be here. So when I was younger and I moved to Berlin, um, in the beginning I went every, every weekend home to my parents' place. I was young, I was 18. <laughs> um, uh, but when I wanted to be more in Berlin, you know, I wanted to be on Sundays in his house, it was definitely um, different for my parents in first place because I didn't come home maybe weekend, you know. It was a little bit uncomfortable um, because they missed me. I was their daughter. Um, I said to Philip the other day, gosh, Philip, we have just 50 more years with Liv and then she's moving away. <laughs> I was like, this is not much. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but I wanted to be in church on Sunday. I made these decisions out of vision. And, and I mean, today they're super happy about it. You know, they're so glad that my sister Anna and me are here. And, but I really wanted to be part of that, to see that becoming reality. And also with vision comes insurance. So to build a place like this, God's house, church takes time. And I'm so thankful that I made this decision when I was a teenager, a young adult, because that decision really, guys, carries me until today. I mean, there's so many ups and downs. You can just imagine, you know, you, you, I don't know, you just have to go through so many things and you have to deal with so many things. Also in God's house, yes, it's, it's a really unperfect place, you know, with really a lot of unperfect people. Um, 
but you know what I learned? I run in God's house, doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter, you know, how bad a week was, how bad I feel about myself. I run into the house of God on Sunday and I'm not hiding. It's a decision. It's so easier to hide, guys. It's so much easier to just disappear, you know. Um, I thought ghosting is something that is just happening in church life until I saw it on Instagram. It's like ghosting. Oh, this is actually a word, you know. People just disappear because I thought like, oh, you know, people leaving. But, you know, that's, it's worthy. God is in here. His presence is here in this place today. And, um, yeah. Like I was reading, he keeps me safe. <sighs> Do I manage to stay even when the things are shaken up in his house? Psalm 92. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of God. There will still be a fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, pro proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock and he, there is no wickedness in him. What a promise. I'm here because I came and felt home. You are here today and this is our desire. This is God's desire that you feel at home. I'm here because I connected with God, got to know Him and with people that became family. And you are here today and this is our desire. God's desire that you get to know Him. People that want to get to know you. You get strengthened in your relationship with Him. I'm here because I'm getting empowered to live out my God-given potential. And you are here today. And this is our desire, God's desire, that you realize that you are empowered to live out your God-given potential. I'm here because there's hope, you know, that my story is not finished. And you are here, and that is God's desire, that you discover that your story is not finished. This is God's desire to see you flourishing. The vision of God's house can really carry us through the feelings, the emotions, the challenges, because this is where he speaks and acts and is leading. This is also leading me to my next point. Are you good? <laughs> Connecting me and us. That's the second point. Let's talk first about the me part. Psalm 23. Surely good. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It helped me that um, church is all about pointing me to Jesus and not to rules and regulations. Um, and I would say this was probably the toughest part to get this really out of me, you know. Um, even when you hear things, you know, it's not just suddenly changing. Um, Especially when you heard things in your childhood and as a teenager, you know, it's just really in you. <laughs> and one friend said to me one day, Tini, I think you're trying too hard. Because, you know, I was just praying and getting the right words to say, you know. You can just, this friend said, you can just speak from your heart when you pray, you know. There's not a rule on it and um, there's not, not things how you have to say them. You can just speak from your heart with your Heavenly Father. You know, like we just had this worship and this helps us to look above our circumstances and make God bigger. You know, we, we have God's words on Sunday and this leads me to know, getting to know Jesus and growing my understanding and who I am with Him. And this is not just leading us, leaving us with ourselves, 
and now I'm coming to the us part. <laughs> us. Matthew 18. For where two or three gathered in the name, there I am with them. Building godly friendships and happy relationships helped me really to find my purpose and meaning. And there is so much gold in a godly community. You know, in, in godly community, you will grow. I've been growing and serving others. Growth is, and it's not just automatically, you know, it's very intentional. And I also love that you in godly community um, will learn. You know, learning with others, it's much, so much easier <laughs> sometimes. Also growing together, you know, closer to each other. Um, I also learned about myself, you know, my, my strengths, my weaknesses. <laughs> um, it's good, it's good, you know, because God speaks and actually through his church, his community. In, God, in godly community, you know, you will be strengthened. My faith is stronger because of him community. You know, in isolation, I would not find the strength. It's more um, this environment of faith, you know. Sundays, I can let go. Yes, I can worship at home, and this is really important, but it's nothing else, you know, than being in person um, on Sunday and doing it together. In community, you will be supported. Man, we went through some challenging, challenging years with, um, uh, yeah, connected to my, the health of my daughter. And in really low moments, <laughs> uh, the people, oh, sorry, I didn't expect it. <laughs> that people just surrounded us with love <coughs> and support and brought us food into the hospitals and took care of other things that we just were able to focus on our daughter. And yeah, community is so powerful, guys. <laughs> and <laughs> Someone said to me before, you're a professional crier. So you, you can just move on and you didn't see it, okay. <laughs> okay, in community, you will be cared for. <laughs> you know, God cares deeply for us. And friends are a big part of that because he, Jesus would love to come in, you know, come and give you a hug, but it's not really working that way, you know, but he uses us people. Um, and in community, you will be encouraged. Um, um, yeah, we all need some encouragement to keep going sometimes. And we are just made for community, for family. And yes, I said it before, we are way far away from a perfect place, you know. Um, and also, this, it takes time, you know, trust takes time, and this is okay, just take time, you know. Um, yeah. Okay, and are you ready for the third point? <laughs> um, yeah, take your part. That's my third point. In 1 Corinthians 12, the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? 
if the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if I had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. I'm a picture person, and I think this scripture says it all. Over the last years, you know, um, um, I had sometimes my struggle because I wanted to be something else, you know, having a different role. Um, I wanted to be a different part of the body. Um, but God sees you and that's matter. It doesn't matter if others see what you do or not. It's like really matters you and him and why you're doing it. And behind the screens where no one is watching, guys, thank you for, you know, for the translation team. No one knows probably the names, but give them a big shout. You, you're not much seen, <laughs> but you they're playing such an important role here, you know. And um, yeah, it's how it all works sometimes is a miracle, but it's actually God's idea. So church, it's God's idea. It's a very natural picture. And one more verse, Ephesians 4. We will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is at the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. You are not here by accident. Not on earth and not in this room here today. Your future is whole and bright and you are important to him and also for us. And you are this missing piece. Can I have this piece <laughs> quickly? No, it's a little bit cheesy, but um, you are this missing piece. <laughs> um, you know, um, yeah, we had this in one of our first team days. We got all this little piece, puzzle piece. And, but it sticked with me over the years. Um, yeah, it all leads to the same, you know, and we're all important. You are, every one of us is this puzzle, piece, piece of puzzle. Because your presence, your smile, your holding hand, your encouragement, your care, your faith, you being interested in someone, your skills, your open ear for someone is so important for this house. Amen.